right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural edition of the Loud and Live Sports Podcast. No better way to kick it off with some very special people here, none of which are more important than my man to my left, Mr. Matt O'Keefe, the president of Loud and Live Sports. Not a guest, he's actually a co-host of mine. And then we have on the other side, some also two uh, notable talent. folks. The talent is correct. We've got Mr. <laughs> Patrick work. Vellner and the four-time fittest man on earth, Matt Fraser. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, Great thank to be here, man. It's been fun, right? Yeah, I think we're going to have a really good time chatting about a bunch of stuff. Um, again, nothing really planned. We want this to be off the cuff. The idea is just to have some fun conversation. And uh, again, Loud and Live Sports, sports agency specializing in events. We produce the Wadapalooza, the West Coast Classic. We also produce three other events as well, the Granite Games. We have the Mayan CrossFit Classic and the Madrid CrossFit Championship, all of which are coming your way. Outside of that, we also represent and manage athletes and then also perform some marketing services that I'm sure Matt can talk about on a later edition of the podcast. For sure. You, that was good. Yeah. yeah, little little elevator pitch of what we do here at Loud and Live. And two of our athletes, Pat and Matt, here with us. Um, guys, how has your time in Miami been thus far this time around? Matt, go ahead. So, so far, so good. You know, uh, we've literally just been hanging out, training, eating some good food, uh, trying to survive the heat. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Having fun. Yeah, we managed to knock out the second open workout this morning together, which was nice. I think that being a long, kind of miserable workout was nice to have some have some, some company. company to do that with. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. But yeah, other than that, we haven't been too busy. I was a, hanging out at the FIBO Expo today, and I know Matt's got a couple things going on tomorrow. So it's been pretty chill, though. I agree. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to get you know a little sun, a little color while I'm out here. Enjoy the heat before I go back up north and. <sighs> be fine there's no enjoying this heat it's no, so no. muggy i'd have to agree unfortunately except for around when Wadapalooza comes because a little bit cooler but you guys have both been to this past year mm -hmm. yeah yeah th this last year was my first time ever coming um and i had so much fun so i was like all right i'm putting this on the calendar for next year i'll be back if you guys didn't know matt was actually building the rig the majority of the time <laughs> at least he spent like three days literally as what we call a workhorse yeah yeah it was good uh you know big part of it is just I just in love I just love working with my hands so it's you know it's literally like a Lincoln Logs kit for adults putting up a rogue rig um, but then the other part was you know O'Keefe is with me every competition and just getting anything and everything I ever need and so now this is his event so where he's doing all the work so I was I just showed up a couple days early and I was like point me in a direction wherever you need me I'll go do it for yeah. return the favor days. a little bit yeah try try to pay back yeah. this debt over the last six and man, years i remember seeing o'keefe a few times during that event and he needed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like every now and then he kind of try to you'd stop him somewhere and he'd try to check in on you and be like are you okay you good you need anything he looks like he hasn't slept in like three days or <laughs> eaten probably when when you see him anything but coffee for the when last you see him at one in the morning and he has a c4 in his hand and you're like Ugh. what number is that he's like it's number five for the day and you just like lift the can out of his hand and give him a water and you're like okay you need you need water in your life yeah that's you know he was I'm working gonna... hard he definitely really needed the help <laughs> he needed the support I'll, I'll have to i'll have to say though if i looked poorly it's probably because my c4 levels were coming yeah. <laughs> exactly. you know? but that must have been weird for you too though matt you're used to filling that other role for both pat and matt being on the other side of things when at a competition with these guys was there any bit of like discomfort not being able to be there for Matt and Pat and having to be on the other side and receiving help from them as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, um, I, I think I've told the story a little bit when Matt and Sammy text and said, we're coming in on Monday 
And Matt's like, I'm coming down. You're going to put me to work. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You come in on Wednesday. It's <laughs> okay. Hang. It's okay. And I was like, he's like, no, really? You're just going to drop me off. So I pick him up at the hotel and I legit dropped him off to the road crew. And it was like, as those days went by leading up, it was like, it made me more comfortable. But yeah, it was a little uneasy. Like, that's usually my environment to be helping them behind the scenes. Um, and I really didn't obviously have the bandwidth or ability to do that that weekend. These guys are great. So it was fun. I can speak I'm, to Matt being a tremendous help. There's no I'm, doubt I'm about pretty, it. We need I'm pretty you. sure Jacob got in trouble for that. Oh, man. Right. I, I was they, getting those the, like, texts. Yeah, the, the head guy on the road crew. And, like, I'd be up in the scissor lift, you know, just, like, bolting together a rig. And he'd be getting texts from Bill and Katie. Like, what is Matt doing up there? Get him down. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and Jacob's like, yo, he's an adult. Like, he can do what yeah. he wants. Like, you're you like know? a fragile person. <laughs> you're an asshole. Oh, no. Like, wrap him in bubble wrap. <laughs> It's like I'm gonna be fine. I know it was it was your birthday, and you were working. Over was a weekend. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. They, they were, your birthday, you were building rigs on your birthday. Did you say birthday No, no. I think it was my birthday like a couple days before. Like I came in like from Wednesday, like maybe? Germany or something. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because it was this last year. I forgot my birthday. My dad called me that night, like as I was loading onto a plane, and just like, hey, what's going on? You know, we're just kind of shooting the shit for a couple minutes. And then, like, I was like, hey, like, I, I need to go. I'm getting on the plane. And he was like, oh, hey, well, I got you. Happy birthday. And I went, oh, no. I forgot no. my birthday. Again. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 29 now. 29. Yeah, I'm, I'm 30. about to be 30. Oh, so, 20s are oh, almost coming whoa, to an end. What about you, Pat? How old are you? I'm also 29. 29. Uh oh. It just, it's wild because, like, I always think of myself, like, when someone asks, like, How old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm 17. Nope. <laughs> yep. 29. <laughs> Just keep, I like to think like 24. Like now we need to go <laughs> yeah. 17. At least 21. Just least. keep just keep acting like you're 17 and it's fine. I mean, I, yeah, after right. 17, like not much changed for me. Like that was kind of it. Like <laughs> you bet you went through it all before 17. So. Like like the thought that goes through my mind sometimes. Like when I'm, when Sam and I are in our house and like I'll be making noise. I'm like, oh no no, I have to be quiet. Or like, oh no, I can't like do this to the wall. I'm like, wait no, this is my house. I do whatever I want. I can do whatever Mom, I want. I get punished. <laughs> What, what what is it? Oh wait! So I've been through thirty and forty, right? I'm in, I'm in my forties now. What does it mean anything to you guys? Like you like do you feel stressed about that day coming? Like is it going by too fast? Like does that what, what's thirty mean to you? Not a lot. Yeah, very very little. Um, I mean, like I don't even know what day of the week it is. Like I don't know what month it Matt is. Matt asked me what month it was today. <laughs> what, what was I writing? I was like, you're yo, writing what? to Dave in our open score. Yeah, I was writing on my open score sheet, and I was like, yo, what? What's the date today? And he's like, the 19th. I was like, 18th. But. Of? He's like, October. You I was did. like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You did say when we when you walked in, you're like, it's surprising just how little I know about my day-to-day -day life as it comes. There were Mon Halloween decorations on the rig. <laughs> that's true. Well, that, that's like pretty normal for CrossFit Soul, though, by the way. But that's yeah, pretty that's normal fair, for that's CrossFit Soul. Well, so I, I remember, like, when Sam and I first started dating, like, I, I never know what day of the week it is. So, like, like there are times I'll show up to the – gym like champlain valley at like noon on a sunday i'm like why are there no cars here and then i walk <laughs> up and the door's locked I'm like, why is the door locked like what's going on i'm like oh it's sunday oh. and sammy used to always make fun of me for it and then she quit her Until job it became her problem and started working from home <laughs> and when every every day is the same same thing for her you, too. Yeah, like you're yeah. not leaving the house right. because it's Monday. School. Like, School is the only reason exactly. why I knew what Monday through Friday was and then also having a job where you have to be in the office. Exactly. That also Monday to Friday. Yeah, it's true. 
I haven't had that. I, I, I haven't had that in four or five kid, years. I have kids now, so it's yeah. yeah that it's keeps a you on schedule. Easier, easier True. Yeah, you got the reminder of your kids going to school every day, Monday to Friday. I mean, sometimes the weekends are worse with kids, though. I mean, sports. And oh, true. Yeah, you're coaching chaos. usually all day on a Saturday. Or, yep. That's true. But so it is indeed Friday, and that means we have a few <laughs> more days until 20.2 scores are due. I know you referenced you did it earlier. When was the last time you guys did an open workout together before today? I don't think we ever had. Open really? Workout? Ever? An open workout? No. Yeah, never? Head to head? I don't think so. I don't think so. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I don't think so. No. I think the last open workout I did against other males was Panchuk and uh, Cole. And that was and that was 17. like 17. Yeah, yeah. 17.3 or something like that. So. so then let me ask you guys, you know, going head to head, you said it was nice. But when you guys typically do the workout around the open, do you guys tend to prefer to do it alone? Do you do it with somebody that's competitive? I know you did 19.5 with us, Matt. Um, yeah, I think. You know, against Tia. But like, what, what's your go-to if you want to be in like the perfect mindset? Not to say that this wasn't a good environment for you to do it, but. Uh, I, I think a lot of it depends on what the workout is. You know, there's some where it doesn't matter what someone else is doing, right. but like it's something like a 20 minute AMRAP where it's, it's so easy. Like you can lose a full round just by taking an extra deep breath before every movement. Right. So having someone like when I would glance over and like basically pass, just holding me accountable to like, all right, like don't waste a second every round. Cause that adds up by the end of it. Right. Um, so I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, this kind I, I think, of workout was good for it. It helped you stay focused for sure. I, I think the bigger thing is just the company in the gym, the company while doing it. Like there's something about when you're working out next to someone else, if when you know you have company in misery, it's not as <laughs> terrible. Like I know yeah. stuff stuff like long like bike workouts or rowing intervals, something like that. Yeah. Like I've done them with Sammy next to me. Yeah. Like she's not a competitor. She's not pushing my paces. But it's just having that company there next to you is something to like distract you from the pain. Which kind of, how about you first, Pat, as far as like a go-to environment for an open workout if not here with Matt in Miami? I like, I've done an announcement kind of every year for the last four or five years and I, they're fun. Like they're fun and they're a different thing. And like, I think that having in those environments, it is fun. I think it's like a workout like the first open workout is one that you could do in that environment and probably not really suffer for it. Cause yeah. it was mostly just like hit the go switch. Um, ones like this, you need to be a little more careful with. And I just always kind of like, I, I do all my open workouts by myself pretty much. Really? It's like like with no one in the gym or yeah. you in the- and, not, and not because I prefer it that way necessarily, but just because it's sort of what you have at hand. Yeah. It's just sort of the way it was. Like when I was at school, I would be kind of, I'd always be coming in in the afternoon after my morning lectures and stuff. And then like I had a two hour window to do it. And that was usually, they have like a noon class that ended at one. And then whoever coached that class would judge me and we'd just film it and it'd be done and I'd knock it out and it was good, but I'd be by myself in there and it was fine. And like people will stay and be like, can we watch? And you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I'm not right, worried you, about it, gotcha. but most of the time it's kind of just like, no, and the, and the push from somebody. Yeah. External. And it's like, I don't know. I, I probably do prefer to have it like lower key just cause I think that I think that there's, you need to be controlled in a lot of workouts to a certain degree, some to a lesser extent than others. But I think that when people make a mistake in an open workout, like a costly mistake, it's more often flying and dying and less often overpacing. I cannot agree more, especially so, with some of the things we saw in 20.1. I think that you're less <laughs> likely to do that if you're by yourself. 
Um, and I think that it's just, you know, like today was, there was a risk of that. I think, you know, when we both start and we're like, you're kind of eyeing each other and we know that we're probably both going to be reasonably fast. So I think it likely in the back of our heads, it's like, well, you know, like if we both, if you're, if I'm close to him, I'm probably good. And I think he's probably thinking similar <laughs> things for me, but at that point, like you said, we're keeping each other accountable. We're like, if you're ever thinking about taking a second and like he's moving, you're like, shit, I got to move. And so it like it, it kept you focused and it gave you like something to focus on other than the time and the reps and like how many rounds you've done. And it's, it was easy to get sunk in a workout like that because there was just there was so much. When, like when, when your judge is like, all right, guys, you're four minutes in. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> in this one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm, seven rounds in. And you're I like, heard that. You're like, yeah, we must be. We must be going for a while <laughs> now. And you look out and you're like, oh, you were great. seven rounds in at four minutes. It was like, you know, I, something I, I forget like the specific that. numbers, but. but but I remember, like, as we were both entering, I think it was, like, the first, like, seven or eight rounds, we stayed basically rep for rep. Yeah. And then it was, like, as we were finishing one round, going to the next, and one of our judges, like, all right, guys, like, you're finishing round seven or round eight, and you're at, like, 402. Yeah. I'm, I know the feeling I had of, like, oh, crap, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of those where you look up and you're like, "No way!" Like we're we're in here for a long time. Like we're in it. Uh, so, which you know, I, I don't, like we, Matt says. I think the misery loves company is a pretty good way, a pretty accurate depiction of that. It is. You know, it's it's funny. I think us mere mortals, and, and not to go completely down this path, but I'd love to get your thoughts on it, especially in a workout. Speak like for that. yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No. Matt, by the way, Matt has trained quite a while with these two beasts to my right. At, it, uh, it makes you less fit. <laughs> you become the lovable loser. That's it. No, dude, you've gotten really fit. You still, you still kill me in workouts, man. You've, you've gotten pretty fit training with these two. Uh, the, the I remember more, the last. I remember the last time O'Keefe challenged me in a workout. Oh god. His, what was it? A one K row? Oh god. Who won? What? Not me. I know O'Keefe used to. I remember like he would talk shit of like, no, there's certain movements that like I'll get you in. I don't care how fit you get, I'll get you in. And like keep in mind, this is like 2013, 2014. Like I'm still brand Nobody new. Nobody needs the sport. to know what year it was, man. <laughs> and still counts. I remember we we went the first trip we took together was to St. Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the plane, he was like, "No, like you cannot beat me in wall balls." And I was like, "Yeah, I will." And so we literally got off the plane, took our suitcases to a CrossFit gym, and did Karen, no. just because like we were talking shit for three hours on the airplane. Like, no, like you're not going to beat me. We <laughs> we videotaped it. I finished the workout and walk out of the gym. Like I just drop the ball, walk out. O'Keefe stops and just stares at me as I'm walking away. Like, I'm like what happened? Just, How many in were you? And I, I I was probably I probably had still like fifteen or twenty at okay, least okay, balls right. left. Yeah. And I mean like I gave myself rhabdo. Like I walked oh. peg legged for our entire trip in St. Thomas. Worth like. Yeah, and I was like, I, worth it. I mean, mind you, going in, my, my Karen time is like my best time. So I was like, I have like a 445 Karen. So I'm like, okay. This is the one I'll get him. This is the one I'll get him. And, and then he like, he literally shamed me. The video is amazing. Like, he gives me the, the strut stare as he walks out, and like, he screwed my workout up. I dropped the ball, and I like looked at it. I'm like, no, no, no you're not, you're not <laughs> done. <laughs> There's no it's way. Like, Who's counting his reps? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then the last one was a 1K row. He was like, nope. I'll I'll always have you on the rower, and then the Dubai qualifier had a one k row time trial. Oh, yeah, Ooh. and that was tough to watch. And so like I was at O'Keefe's home gym in Boston, CrossFit the Swamp, and like his name's up on the board at the top for oh, like the top one k. Yeah, like 
the top five times in the top 1k time you gotta erase it i know i i told oh, I told the head coach did, patty just, just, i told oh, patty i, like I was like right yo off. erase that name at the top that's, that's mine that now big. mind you he's qualifying for the, one of the biggest competitions in the world and all he cared about was can you please put my name <laughs> up there? Like, no 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 he's not a member no yeah, <laughs> yeah they wouldn't do it because i wasn't a member it says a lot about i just want his name off i don't want my name on i just want to keep off i remember the last time matt tried to do a workout against me we were on the same team where, where, where is this? Where is this? Strength <laughs> oh my god. Oki fell off the rower. <laughs> fell, dude, wait, wait, I didn't hear that story. It was a workout. I think you he fell was, off the rower. Probably good. It was like 20 calories at the end of a workout, and he was a was, couple calories was behind. 30 maybe. It yeah. was a little more than 20. It was O'Keefe, like a little longer. O'Keefe, O'Keefe was, was going full dummy and just popped right off the rower. No, so here, here's the deal. Your feet like, strapped in? It was like one of these oh, things yeah. where uh, every it's 12-person teams. So yeah. you went in pairs through a group of movements. And the only group that really mattered in the workout was the last group. So he and I were partners in the last group, and it was like 20 synchro toe to bar, and then you had to like do something in between. No, I think it was, it was seven. It was groups of three. It was 75 synchro toe to bar. Oh, right, right. With one, two people doing toe to bar, one person dead hanging on rings. And then I on de- the rower. I dead hung a lot. Yeah, on the rower. <laughs> Go to. See, Matt's confused because he only did 20 toes to bar. By the way, <laughs> let's talk about that. Before we started the workout, it was, it, that's right. It was Jess Griffith, Pat, and I were the team of three. And I was like, Pat, here's the deal. I got 20 unbroken toes to bar in me. That's it. And sure enough, he's looking over to, as we're doing him on 18 and 19. He's like, oh, wow, you only <laughs> have 20. They're reaching. Props for knowing his capacity very well because I don't <laughs> think he go. could have done another rep. I was watching <laughs> his fingers come off, and I was getting very stressed. I'm like, walking up with him, and I'm like, oh, no, he's going he's gonna to go down. We're going to have a highlight reel onto his head. But he did his 20, and he got off, and then Jess came up, and then Matt dead hung for the rest of it. And then once you finished that, you went to one person held a deadlift. So Jess held a deadlift and Matt and I rode. And it was like something like 35 calories or so. I don't know right. what it was on each rower. So Matt, the whole before this workout, it's like, I'm going to beat you on that row at the end. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to like. I mean, I had it. I, I was like, I have a chance to look good here. Yeah. Two pulls in. My my ass fell right off the seat of the rower. Strapped in. I was strapped in and I'm like, I can't find the seat. I'm done. Uh, and sure enough. It, I mean, I wasn't even off the floor, and he's te- Matt's texting me because videos are getting sent to him. He's like, look at O'Keefe falling off <laughs> the road. Oh, yeah, I sent it to all the group chats I was in that O'Keefe was in. I'm like, yo, guys, yeah, look what Dad did. And he's like, here we go. And he just, like, started trying to go so hard. Lost his seat, and then his feet are still strapped in, right? So he's all tangled up, dangling <laughs> off of it, trying to find the paddle and find his seat with one hand. It was too funny. When Dad tries to hang with his kids. Uh, my fit, so my fitness is taking So anyways, I walked track. it off. I walked yeah, across then. the line. <laughs> but all took downhill. the W. I was like, yeah. That was my retirement stage. That was strength and depth. And strength. That, was, that was like six months ago, seven? No, it was November. October of last oh, year. Oh, so it was one year. Wow, man. Yeah. Time freaking yeah. flies. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember when you guys went out there. That was yeah. cool. That's a really cool team format. I like the teams of 12. It's yeah, different. It's fun. It's unique. Um, no, so where I was going with that, actually, back to the, the 20.2 conversation. And again, I just am curious because. As I had said, I'll speak for myself, mere mortal myself. Um, when it comes to like self-talk during a workout like that, you, you reference quite a number of times like saying to yourself, oh crap, I'm only four minutes in, seven rounds in. Do you guys have that dialogue in your own head? And like, what what does that sound like? What does <laughs> well, that look like? I don't know if we can, I, I, for I have, myself, I, I don't know if I can repeat my dialogue. negative self-talk. <laughs> we were yeah? just talking about this just oh, today. Just, I missed oh out on that God. conversation. I'm, Talk to me. 
Oh, I'm constantly like, get up on that bar, pussy. Let's go. Oh, I'm, like, the, I'm the worst. I just like fully like the workouts like this too that are kind of for say elite level athletes that you're trying to keep your splits at a certain time, but you can't really step past a certain point. Right. Or it's just like it's not going to work. So it kind of gets boring for a little bit, and there's a lot of time to think. So you just kind of get lost in your own head, and you're like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like this sucks. Like this is stupid. <laughs> and then I get like, it was, I remember doing the burpees last week and just being like, on my like sixth or seventh round, and being like, you could stop. You should just stop. Same thing with me. Oh my so god, like, you know, I really can relate. That's it. what I wanted to hear from I you. Guys. Like, I wanted to be yeah. able to relate. I remember like, so when I did the workout, I, I don't know what I was thinking when I went into it. Um, you know, I just, I was like, oh, it's 95 pound snatches. It's only eight reps of snatches and then 10 burpees. You can put the hammer down. Let's go. It's a mind. And then I F. finished the first five rounds at 347. Ugh. And I remember like taking a peek at the clock. And it was the first time looking at the clock. And I looked, saw the clock <laughs> and I'm doing the math in my head and went, oh, <laughs> I made I made a huge mistake because oh, I was on man. pace for like a 7:34 finish time, and I was like, "Uh oh." What did your time end up being? What did you end up finishing it out? You were 20 something, 8:20 something. Yeah, 8:28. Uh, did you repeat after that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was purely just like coward. <laughs> what for repeating? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Did you repeat last week, Pat? No. No. One and done. No, I mean most. If you have to, you just do. Like, it's, so I know, you're, I know you're, it's you're a professional. It's, it's your now. job. <laughs> like, it's well, especially now. now, like with the 2019 and 2020 open. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's more acceptable to repeat because you get your ticket straight away. Yeah. Don't so, wait. but before, like for the last like four years, it's just been it's just make it just hit it, hit it once, and then my my goal was always I wanted to be in the top five of my region. So I was in the top 10 top of my super region. So yeah. you're in the final heat of the first event. Yeah. Um, and so, f I mean, for four or five years, the only time I would repeat a workout was when I would watch the tape and realize like I missed a rep or like missed or like miscounted. If you won the workout, you'd have to. No, no, it, not no? even, not even that. It's just like at the end, you know, like I remember there was one, it was Yeah, like they asked for video submissions yeah, still, yeah, right? It, it was it was a super, super like seventy five pound snatch and bar muscle ups, okay. ten rounds or something. And I realized I I did nine snatches in instead of ten. Who's your judge? So my judge was actually yelling at me. To do another like, one and you just disregarded. Well, so I'm deaf out of one side. And so I couldn't hear her. And then so I just kept going, and then she just saw how confidently I went to the bar. So she was like, oh, he must. She must have miscounted. She thought she miscounted. So I, I watched the tape and was like, oh, I did nine snatches instead of ten. So I just went back in the next day and repeated it. And I, I mean, I got, like, the same score. but It was someone you knew, though, right? It was the yeah, person yeah. Was judging you? Because I can mm -hmm. imagine a stranger, you disregard them at the yeah. end, having to tell you that you missed a rep. I can imagine the fittest man on earth. They Not back like, then. Oh, that was 2015. <laughs> oh, okay. No, true. Oh, yeah, man, we've come up. But yeah, so so, anyways, when it was like, all right, the goal, basically winning, trying to win the game or trying to win the open was just ego. There's no prize money in it. It doesn't benefit you in any way going right. in. So it's just like if you're repeating workouts, it's like either because you're worried about qualifying for regionals or it's ego. Um, so back then it was like I only repeated when I made a mistake, and then, but now I still try to do one and done. But it's like if I'm hearing scores rolling in and it's just I know I'm way down like I did something wrong of like approach the workout incorrectly, 
I'm like, okay, I need to go back and redo this. Now, is any part of it getting beat by Pat and being transparent here? I know you guys are good friends. I definitely want to dive into your relationship <laughs> and the dynamic between the two of you because I find it very intriguing. I know you guys went head-to-head for years at regionals and then at the games, and you just mentioned this is the first time going head-to-head on an open workout. Was your self-talk any... This is like, we're breaking new ground. This is, <laughs> this is exciting. And your friendship and your competing, uh, competitor career. Uh, but let me ask, um, was there any bit of knowing that Pat was passing you? Did that... What was your self-talk like then? Were, were you bummed that you were losing a pat on this workout? Oh, obviously. You're going to repeat yeah. at this point, I assume. Uh, I probably won't. Really? Okay. I probably won't redo this one. Um, he just knows I'm superior. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's... Shots fired. The, like, I'm fully aware going into a workout of another competitor's strengths or weaknesses. And, you know, like on the week one workout, some of the names up at the top, yeah, they smoked me. But in the grand scheme of things, like right. I'm like, I don't care about you coming to the games because they're not going to be I'm like yeah you had you you had one good workout whether like you're just amazing at burpees or you're really good at cycling those snatches you know there's certain people that you see beating you and after enough time in the sport you know what to look for there's there's open heroes that post up crazy scores and then just can't perform when they're on on a stage in front of people Um, but with this one going against Pat I think a the the big thing that stood out to me is like, all right, Pat's been training hard for a while now. I remember we talked probably a month and a half ago and we were talking about like, he was like, oh, you know, I did this work on this work. And I was like, your work, you're training right now. Yeah, I know. And, we talked about it and I was like, yeah. And then like uh, our first, we, I had just gotten back to training and it went straight back to like full on, full on. on. And Did I you was have any like, time off? Like, yeah, a little bit. But I and I went and you know I traveled and went to a wedding and did a couple of things. But like once we went back to training, it wasn't like the post games ease back into it. Like yeah, you know I'll do a group class and slowly you know get my feet wet again. It was right away. I was like, man, Michelle is trying to kick this shit out. Of me. Like <laughs> like I, I remember he I remember he told me one of the workouts he did, and I was like, you're shitting me. You did that? Yeah, and I'm like right early and, on. And, <laughs> and we're like and yeah. and I'm I'm sitting there thinking I'm like I'm not even gonna set foot in a gym for another month. So how, how did your breaks compare? You you took off for let's say two weeks to a month. How long post games? I probably started training like consistently again um, in September. Like I bet you early September I was so back like a mo- doing, about a like, month. Okay, doing like pretty good training. Um, and then you know, and I t- I also like I went on some little holidays in like September here and there. Like had some weekends away or little bits of time. But even there, I'm still, still trying training. to get my sessions in when I can. Like. Whereas, you know, Matt was working on his body. So I literally, week, like, the that's my summer, question. Right? Yeah, two two weeks month? ago, how much time off? Yeah, roughly. My first time back in the gym was two weeks ago. We're all the way in the beginning of, of October, mid-October. So you started, like, yeah. October, end of September. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so you took, like, an extra two, month. So, so I, did, I did one week of, like, just showing up to the gym for an hour and yeah. being, like, you can do anything. Like, just bench press and curls and get out, like, but just go to the Move gym a little bit. Yeah. And then it was last week we went back to Tennessee and we overlapped with Shane and Tia for a week. And even that was like training once a day, but it's probably like two hours and you know, it's Tia and I going head to head. So like we did some interval stuff and like some breathing heavy, but like the first open workout was the first workout I hit that was wow. like the, going hard. Wow. So, full month additional off how do you feel now having taken that extra time off would you have 
started back a little bit sooner if you had done it again i mean um at the, end of the day i don't think it's going to change much I, I think overall. i think right now i'm probably wishing i got back into it like a week sooner or something okay. um but you know we were kind of in a tough position you know i was trying to get my barn renovations done before moving back to tennessee so that we could like put all our stuff in the barn before we moved mm. um my parents house in vermont where we've stayed for the summers um they sold their house, so we had to completely move out. Famous barn. Whereas, mm-hmm. whereas every every year when we go back to Tennessee, it's like we just pack a suitcase and we leave a fully furnished apartment, my whole gym, everything where it is. But this year we had to empty. Ev- we had a parents sold the house, That's so we your had to move. At home, no? Is that yeah, your- yeah, yeah. Man, so, we live such uh, parallel lives. My dude, my family just too. sold their my childhood home yeah. to this summer. Yeah, a lot of growing was, up to do as you guys knew. Man, you know it's funny. Three zero. Yeah, well, you know we're put, we're pushing thirty. So, <laughs> like I've I've owned my own house for three years, and I just moved out of my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like you have spare stuff. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we'll just leave it there. And they're like, when are you gonna deal with this? All this. Junk? I was I was just trying to like, I'm living that like I have a winter home and a summer home. Except yeah, my yeah. summer home is just my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was asking. I got about great this. roommates. You, yeah. You just went through this too. I didn't realize your parents sold the, the house. I, that's all. I mean, I remember when my parents sold my childhood home. That was like a moment I don't think I was ready for. Like, wow, all uh, the stuff I, that goes on there, you know? So, like, the fact that it was my childhood home didn't care about. Um, like, you know, that, because that's where I grew up, I had no connection to it. Like, my growing up, my dad, my dad never called it home. He always called Ontario home. And so, like, anytime. That's in Canada, just so everybody knows. <laughs> So anytime we had a free weekend, like we would get in the truck, go back up to camp up in Ontario. And, and my dad always referred to like, Hey, you got a long weekend. You want to go home? I'm like, yeah, let's go home. And like, so I never had a connection to the house in that way. But then, so the house is split into two. Like it's a, like there's a full apartment in the basement and, but it's not a hundred percent separated. So they didn't want to rent it out to like a stranger because you still share the same entrance and all that. So anyway, so I moved in there. And like, it was just convenient. I was a full-time student. And then right after college, I was traveling so much across CrossFit. It was like, why would I bother getting my own place? This is too convenient. But then that was where I lived when I met Sammy. That's mm. where Sam and I first lived together. Um, you know, that's where I trained majority of the time when I won my first games, my second games, you know, up, up until recently, right. uh, up until this year, that's where I trained. You know, I had my basement gym. That was like my dungeon where like the work got put in. So that was the attachment I had to it. Um, like being a, being a kid and running around was never a thing. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, it was hard packing up the gym and you know, I'm just bottling up the emotions and like shoving them down. Attaboy. I remember, I remember I told Sammy like, <laughs> as, as we're, as we're leaving, we're getting in the truck to leave. Like, and I'm never coming back to this house. I've lived here for 25 years, never coming back. And like, you know, my parents are crying and like everyone's getting emotional <laughs> and I'm like, Nope, let's get in the truck. Go. Don't like, even think about like it. Like we're not thinking about it. we're not thinking about it. And then as we're like pulling out of the neighborhood, Sammy was like, like, how you doing, sweetheart? You okay? And I was like, Yep, I'm good. I just wonder who I'm gonna take this out on later. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> bottle this up, yeah, so that, bottle that, it up and that let pops it pops off later. Uh, <laughs> at some inappropriate time. You berate some stranger. Uh, <laughs> did you have a similar reaction to your moving? I haven't lived at home for like ten years. Oh, so okay. it was like he, I, I wasn't adult. home when they moved away. I wasn't like no emotional. Attachment. Yeah, no, I I was like not around. And I mean, it, it I would have been nice to probably be there and unpack a little bit, but I don't know. We 
my parents came to visit my new place just like a couple weeks ago. You just moved there too, like a month, two months. Just ago? after, uh, just before. Well, so I moved there before the games, end of June. But then I I went to July or I went to Montreal for all of July. Mm. So I wasn't around there. Michelle started work. My so my partner Michelle started work there as a doctor on like July second. So, but I went to go live with my coach Michelle for all of July okay. before the games. And then, yeah, I basically came back and started living there in August. So I've been there since basically the... Is that... So is basically that what, you guys moved in and then you bailed and let her unpack oh, all the boxes. I was there for like a week to unpack. <laughs> I know, but there was definitely like, hey, sweetheart, things left uh, undone. I expect this place to be home when I get back. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. But this is there. Like, what? I, we fully... We set up the guest bedroom and <laughs> didn't set up our room because we didn't have like a bed frame and things. So when I got back there, like we still didn't have any of that stuff. Michelle had just lived in the guest room. The, the apartment and, we moved out of still didn't have a bed frame. Yeah. I lived so there for six just, years. Like, still still doesn't. What's wrong with that? I still do that too. Nah, just, so, you know, we're like trying to make adult steps here. So, so anyway, we eventually don't let people peer pressure you into what being like an unquote <laughs> adult is. You Thanks, live man. your life, <laughs> live my truth. So she's your partner. <laughs> like, is that what the kids call him today? Is it's girlfriend or like, where is <laughs> yeah. this going? Significant other. Yeah, I feel like so. It feels kind of childish to say like she's my girlfriend. Like we've been together for like five and a half years, and like we're we're very serious and committed to each other. So it just feels juvenile and weird. And that's just a Canadian thing too. I think that a lot of a lot of couples don't get married anymore. Uh, there's a lot of common law marriage and things like that. And that's what like you wouldn't say your wife because you just say your like your spouse or your your partner. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's also right. it's like you know it's gender neutral. It's very progressive. I, I call Sam, think about it. I call Sammy my wife because I hate the word fiance. Yeah, and it's like we're going to be engaged for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like I'm just gets I, rid of the questions. I, I don't. But when wanna, are you getting married? Exactly. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, my wife Sammy. You know, how long have you and your wife been together? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you guys that too. Then, uh, we met uh, at the 2015 games. Okay. Yeah. 20, okay, five years, and you've been with your. You guys live such parallel lives. I know, this isn't is this freaky? so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some good ladies. Yeah. With that said, going more to your guys' dynamic and relationship, would you guys, I mean, is it safe to say you guys are friends, friends, frenemies, competitors? I would say we're friends. Yeah? I, I mean, he, fuck, he fucking chirps me a lot. He does. Hey, if like, you can't, you can't give your friends a hard time, who can you give a hard time true. to? That's true. This is the thing. That's what friends are for. <laughs> That's how I grew up. <laughs> It's true. You guys, you, you have to like take, every once in a while, I have to be like, "Yo, we're friends, right?" Like you talk a <laughs> lot of shit. And I just want to make sure, that, like, like yes, there's some meaning behind it, but I hope you're not like hiding your resentment behind these jokes. <laughs> I wonder. Whoa, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's so much pet? hidden animosity. <laughs> Social media influencers get trolled a lot. You got to get it out, right? You well, know, so like, so the, yeah, there's, there's a difference here when Pat. Like chirps me on social media. Everyone jumps on the bandwagon. They're like, "Woohoo, yeah!" <laughs> they love Frazier. it. You get it back. Though? And then, back? and then, he if can't. I say, if I say he anything can't. back to him, they're like, "Conduct yourself like a fucking winner, <laughs> like a champion." You're fucking beating on the people there, like, dude. I get. Hey, there's one the good thing about being the loser, Matt. Yeah, and it's that everybody sympathy. rallies behind you. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I get no. Yeah, like, stick it to the man. Like I'll. I'll I, I don't think I've even commented on one of your things in years because like it's just people take it as <laughs> like oh my god you are being <laughs> such a sore sore winner like you are such a poor sport and I'm like dude we're friends like I'm joking <laughs> come god. on yeah, nobody this knows the problem right you can't that's why so now we have to just do it by texting each other yeah so nobody sees it behind the curtain <laughs> except sometimes I'll still throw them on social media. <laughs> 
<laughs> so friends here very clearly so and then on social maybe some jabs here and there but question for you guys as it pertains to like truly and utter competition so i know you guys don't compete against each other very often except for virtually games, just at yeah. the games right When's well then we competed at rogue, at rogue. oh yeah. true, true, true. And we'll see like this year i'm not sure what what mass plan is but like well, I mean, there, nowadays there's pat's, a chance that we'll you know we'll run into pat's each other hitting times. every sanctional with Everyone, Every all twenty-eight. Yeah, what is a long what season. Is, well, any single one with prize money, Pat showing up. <laughs> well, something might be a, a million rubies, but there'll be yeah. something there. Um, <laughs> Love rubies. <laughs> no, I bring that up I because you're, you're you're dynamic now. You guys are you know hanging out, throwing jokes at each other. Does that change at all when you guys are like in the tunnel in the Coliseum? Does like, I, I'm really interested to see how your dynamic changes once you kick into competition mode. Obviously, this is the open, so. So I think I think like the dynamic doesn't really change like directly to towards Pat. It's like you know when when we're in the warm up area, it's like yeah, we might be talking and some jokes, but it's like when you're lined up in the corrals or like going out onto the Coliseum floor, no one's joking with anyone. Like it's everyone's got their game face right. on. They're they're ready to go. Um but I think like even stuff like regionals, I think we were kind of bantering a bit when we did go against each other. Yeah, and, and I think that there's a certain amount of, you know, I think as you just kind of get to know what people's limits are, and I, I, like some people don't like to talk a lot at the games in general or in competition. They like, they shelter themselves away, and that's what they need to be focused. And I think you have to respect that a little bit. So you, as you get to know people, it's just like yeah, like if we're in the you know the, in the back and like the locker room area, like that's time to chat and you know shoot the shit, and it's all good. But like, yeah, now you're in warm up area. It's like, okay, we give serious. each other a little yeah. more space. And like, you know, if you have a crack here and there, you like you're sharing a bar and you chat a little bit, fine. But it's getting to be business time. And then, you know, like Matt says, you're in the corrals, and you know, it's you're you're getting your instructions for walkouts and stuff. Like, all right, like it's now it's kind of like time to be a professional, and and everyone's there to do a job, and like. The reality of it is, I'm not there to get in the way of Matt doing his job. He's not getting in the way of, my, of me, right? Like the. I think it's the same with a lot of people we compete with who I consider to be friends. It's like, I don't look like I don't want them to do poorly. I just right. want myself to do a little better. <laughs> right. Like I don't wish poorly for him and he doesn't do the same for me, but it's just like at the end of the day, we both want to win and we both can't win. Right. So it's like, that's, that's the relationship is it's like, yeah, up until that point, like, yeah, it's friendly. But like when we're on the competition floor, like I'm trying to win and so is he. And it's just like, we're going to do whatever we can try to do to make that happen. But at the after that's done, like you don't need to carry that off on the off the floor with you because like I've had other competitors that did that to me, and like during the competition they were just being a total dick and like very cold and distant and and I was kind of like I was you like, know, oh, warm man. up behind the scenes. I was like, oh man, I thought like we were friends. No, like the whole day before the competition. Want to call him out right now? No, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> starting. We don't have to that. go there. And then. Like competition ended and they literally said to me like, oh, okay, we can be friends again now. I was like, so what? Weird. So I was that, like, that's what I was wondering about the two. Of like, yeah, and that's and I, what that was. Like you were like, cause we were be about friends. to compete against each other. Like, yeah, you I get, want, like you don't need to be. And, yeah. We're not. Some people might dicks, just need but, to disconnect yeah. like that. And I don't know. I think it, it's a certain amount of respect for like what people's processes and whatever. I like just cause that's not the way that I do it or Matt does. It doesn't mean that that's, but I think it's, it's funny. Like, I don't know. I've played a lot of sports and like I've played against friends and I've like played with friends and you know, it, you just like, that's the way sports are. Like you have to be able to banter. And I think if, if you take it super seriously, it's not going to be fun and it's not super sustainable. And it kind of like takes away from it a little bit in my opinion. And it also relaxes me a little bit 
like I get super stressed. And the part of the way I combat that <laughs> is by like trying to provide a bit of levity and being like, oh, you know, crack a joke here and there. And it's great. Speaking of banter. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that seemed like a, a night after competition. Was that a, was that a color run? I think that's, uh, no, that's in uh, Thailand. That's in Copenhagen. God, God, What's with the paint? After a full moon party. You can thank O'Keefe for that, by the way. That was clearly all, Matt. I'm doing some Google searches. He's doing some searching, trying to dig up dirt. We're trying to throw some shade. Just go to Uncle Mitchie's Instagram page. Might be 2008. Scroll back a couple years. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, a lot of people know about Vellner's brother. And anytime I bring those, they're like, oh, yeah, the Cirque du Soleil performance. I'm like, no, no, no. The other. I met him. I met him this year. And they're like, wait, there's a third? And I'm like, oh, yes. Oh. Uncle, oh, Uncle Mitchie built himself a brand. Yeah, he's, he's got. He, you scroll, you scroll back about like a year and a half, two years. There's, there's some very tasteful nudes of Patrick. It's no, fun. he pulls those out. That's, that's oh, I've got, yeah, awesome. I made a whole calendar. That was. Uh, <laughs> I think I might have made two. My, actually, my, no, my favorite is the jumping off your porch, fully nude with boots on, straddling <laughs> a broomstick. <laughs> Well, can you explain? That's a great th- October photo. Can you explain this moment though? Like, I mean, well, this is not that far. This is not long ago. I mean, you've tried. I, I mean, I it's mean, ten years like ago. This is pre-CrossFit for sure. When yeah, you, this is like ago? ten years ago. Ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. This is like 2009, I think. And what's with the well, What's the paint? What's that? It was a full moon party. It's all like glow stuff. This oh, is just the morning okay, after okay. a full moon party. Come a long way. So I mean, it's his parents' thing. fault. They let him go That's to Thailand off, as an 18-year-old unsupervised. Like you're yeah. Come down there. Oh yeah, big time. Big time. Are yeah, you, I might have been, I might have been twenty, but I'm not sure because I think my brother was had uh, he was like seventeen or eighteen. Mitch had to be a part of that. Oh, yeah, he was there, uh, and that's when you guys traveled the world. Yeah, yeah, we did like a four month backpacking trip uh, with wow. Mitchie. Yeah, just me and Mitch. Oh, that just sounds dangerous. Yeah, oh, yeah, eighteen was, and twenty years old. He almost got left a couple times. <laughs> I can imagine. How? Mitch How? is just like a wrecking ball a little bit, and I mean, we both were at that so, time. I mean, so tell, yeah, so like. Sure. Just like context, like my favorite Uncle Mitchie story I've ever heard was, I think it was your first year at the games and you got second or third? Third. 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 And so then they go to the after party and like getting after it. And Mitchie wanted a Vellner jersey to wear. And so he, oh yeah, Pat Pat gives him a Vellner jersey and he wears it to the party. And then like they're getting ready to leave and they're like, they're like, where's Mitchie? We got to find Mitchie. And so they go find (laughs) Mitchie and he has like, like a couple beers in his hands and no shirt on. And they're like, Mitchie, what are you doing? What, where's your shirt? And he goes, may have sold it for some beer money. <laughs> <laughs> I, that can't pre- be I'm, real. I'm pretty sure he called it greenbacks. Yeah. yeah I may have sold it for some greenbacks. Oh, there was, uh, was a moment, I'll tell you, on the epic. street in Madison. This was actually the second I was there. He walked up and he was like, we're like, where is the white Vellner shirt with the numbers? And he's like, I sold it for some greenbacks. <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> like, me? What? Dead, um, dead serious, by the way. <laughs> Pat told me was before. It, was it 2018? He tried to fight me in the locker room no. after yeah. after the award ceremony. I think he, I think he, I think he kissed Brent. Yeah, yeah. Why did he kiss kiss, Matt? Can kiss we... Brent on the lip, and then like he saw me. <laughs> I don't in the even know how he got room. back there. Like, <laughs> let him and, in there. They're and so like, strict. And he's like, he's like, all right, Fraser, let's go, let's throw down. I, was, I told him, I was like, I can only kick one Vellner's ass in a day. I had to chirp back. Right then and there, Mitchie's a big boy. Oh, I'm not trying to toss. With that. He is a no big way. lad. I mean, Mitch fights in lacrosse. Oh my Legit. god, that lacrosse How old video. Is he? He's three years younger than me, so oh, he'd okay. be what am I? Twenty nine. He's quick math. Twenty six. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, this could be the way your relationship could go. I mean, the guy Mitch fought in the lacrosse game yeah. is his best friend. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that sure. was hilarious. That was Mother's Day too. Yeah, 
It was the both of their moms were there watching. And my Mitchie mom and his mom tunes so, up this poor so they kid. Were like, and then he posted it on social media or something, being like, "This is what I got my mom for Mother's Day." <laughs> Like, him like, and his like, like an all-out brawl. No, like way. Holy, yeah, like, you got quite the upper Yeah, and looked like his friend wasn't on. totally into it. And Mitchie comes up and takes no, off his helmet. They were both drops super his hungover because they were like, and so Mitch knew that because his his he was out with his buddy that night before, and he's like, yeah, I know he's feeling like a sack of shit right now. And there was like they, <laughs> had, they had apparently like made some sort of bet or agreement the night before that he's like, yeah, we'll we'll fight tomorrow at the game, no big deal. They play for different teams, so they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His buddy signed it. with a different team, yeah. and Mitchie was pissed. Yeah, so then he's like, there's like a minute left in the game, or no, there's like six minutes left in the game. So if you get booted, five with uh, less than five minutes left, you have a suspension for the following game. Oh, so they're like, if we're gonna do this, we got to do it now. This so was staged. There was a whistle because some like. Went off a goalie and out or something, and then they just got into it because he's like, Mitch is just like, we gotta do this now. He's like, what? And then just like so grabs his helmet, and, like, like rips scheduled. it off. Oh, it's and then too, just proceeded to tune up this poor hungover oh, kid. Are you yeah. kidding me? It was <laughs> it was amazing. Did you get any of that? Any of the, those genes over there, Pat? Not a lot. I have no? my scrapping days are long gone. Yeah, I, pretty I, I got into it. I got into a couple tillies here in my day, but. Tilly, I've never heard that word before. That's very Canadian. Not not for quite some time. Tilly's for a toonie. <laughs> you know, we actually, going back to kind of your two, the both of your relationship. Well, you mentioned you guys being relatively close friends. Would you guys consider each other best CrossFit friends? Like, of all the competitors that you guys interact with, who are you guys closest with? Any other names? I mean, people you're, I, I think Belner's pretty tight with, like, a lot of, like, the whole, like, trash talk crew. Like, yeah. Like, we I, don't keep in touch much through no. the, like, we'll shoot each other notes every once in a while, but it's more just, like, when we're together. Yeah, like you guys we'll, like, we'll hang out, have a good time. But I mean, like you're pretty close yeah. with the. I mean, even and, them. I don't talk to people mostly throughout the year. It's it's sort of uh, my CrossFit world's kind of separate. But I would say I, I would know you better than most other people, mostly because we competed together yeah. more. Like I've like known you for a little longer. North, yeah. But I know like like when we had talked before, like like when we got a couple hours in between regional events, and you're kind of like you're shooting the shit more. Like oh, you know, where'd you grow up? What do you like? And we had so many similarities of like both our families have like lake houses or like camps on on the water and like i know every year after the games i go up to my my camp and it's just like a week of sitting on the dock and, and he's like oh yeah you know my family has a camp here and and after a while of talking we're like Yo, i can't wait until after crossfit and we can hang out like <laughs> you know like right now like it's cool when we get to overlap and we throw down a little bit but it's like you know he's doing his training and doesn't like we, we don't want to show each other our off season stuff of what we're doing. We don't want to show our hands too much. So it's like, oh man, this relationship's gonna be a lot of fun after CrossFit when when we can just like hang out for like a week at a time. So, so you guys wouldn't train with each other. Like I know I've heard you say that a number of times, Matt, that you tend to prefer to stay away from training with your competitors. Is that something that you share as well, Pat? Or like are you against that? I know you train with some guys up there. Like I would do it in small doses. Yeah, I think exactly. it's, like a couple days here or there. It's like fine. No more than that. Yeah. And and I think before too, it's like I think as soon as someone becomes like a real competitor, I'm like, Yeah, we're we're not doing this. Like <laughs> like in the off, se- off. in the off season good. or like an open workout or something like that. Like, yeah, well, like I still enjoy spending time with you, but it's like no. All right, now it's time to go to work. work. Like yeah. I'll send my spies. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the realistically the, the one thing that's nice what Matt talked about earlier is like company is great. And so like I went out and trained with Brent a few weeks ago and we didn't do any of the same things. 
it was just like we did our own stuff but we just sort of hung out in the gym and chatted and it was fun it is tough when you're if you're trying to train with your competition who are your direct competition like in your your division yeah it's tough because i think you can't help but compete and then if all you're doing is competing every day, if i'm competing with that every day it's like the crossfit games every day of your life until you die yeah. And then it's just like that. Well, I remember a couple, to get better. I remember a couple of years, the first year I moved into the central regional and it was like all the regional workouts got released. And so we're not competing at regionals together yeah. anymore, or we're not competing against each other anymore. Um, and all the workouts got released. And so, you know, everyone's basically gone through and tried them all. And I, we were kind of chatting back and forth, like, Oh, how was workout six? You know, like, Oh, you know, it was rough, but neither of us were saying anything concrete of like, Oh, I held this pace on the bike. I did this rep scheme. This was my time. And then Pat was finally like, Hey man, we're not competitors right now. We can just like share all our information. And I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be great. And then, (laughs) so like we just shared all of our numbers. Um, yeah, but I understand, I understand Pat's reason, right? Like you don't want to only go to that one place when you're going head to head in the gym training with each other. But isn't there like a semblance of like you, if you know what Pat does, is, is that really going to affect anything for you day to day? And then vice versa, like you knowing what Matt does in the gym on a day to day basis, is that going to affect anything about how you proceed with your own training? Like, I understand the sentiment. I just I, don't, I think it would. I you think do? it would. Yeah, you, yeah. you would be affected if you knew Pat was doing so like something. I, I've, had a, that. I've had stuff before where like I went in the gym and I knew I had a specific weakness, and I was like, okay, I need to throttle back the intensity on this so I can focus on the technique of it, how to move mm-hmm. properly, all this stuff, and then the person that was right next to me, it was their strongest movement. Right. And we would go in and start training and I'm like, okay, don't pay attention to what they're doing. You focus on what you need to focus on. And and then like the competitive edge kicks in and you're like, no, I'm putting the throttle down, I'm trying to keep up, do this, that. But then the whole thing I was striving for in that training session just got yeah, thrown out the window. Right, right, right. And so I literally stopped showing up when they were there and I was trying to work on that movement um, so that I was okay with like, I'm not losing, you know, I don't feel I'm like I'm losing. By exactly. I'm not being tempted doing. to go faster. And throw yeah. My and that's what I mean about like, if, you're, if we're there and we're doing different things, great. Like I don't like sweet. You just chat between sets yeah. and do things yeah. and let you get on with your day and it's fine. I think it, you can easily get sucked in uh, to doing stuff like that and losing the purposefulness of your training. But it's yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like kind of different, and I think that's why relationships like Matt and Tia work really well because like you're not direct competition. Correct. Um, and for on one hand, you know, knowing things that Matt's doing like may or may not affect me because I could look at it and be like, "Okay, great." Like, like if Matt's working on his deadlift, you know, two three days of the week, I'm not doing that. And like if I'm pressing two three days of the week, Matt's not going to do that. So like there are certain things where you're like, yeah, this is clearly. A delineation of like this is what I need to work on. This is what you need to work Those on. Are different athletes, and yeah. like, whew, like yeah, we're very, very different. So it's just, it, yeah. If you can be aware enough to control that stuff, it's awesome. But it can be, you can easily get sucked in. Like Matt said, we're competitors, and like, it's so easy to get sucked mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Um, you know, and skill work then becomes like you know moderate to anaerobic yeah. work, and you're right. like, hey, shit, like trying to compete uh, with I each totally other. Totally lost my. Yeah. Why am I? Why am I sweating during my accessory work? Now? Yeah. So. <laughs> You guys do a ton of that. You you were trained with our a member of our team yesterday, Daniel. He yep. said that you quite in, put in quite a bit of volume. He, did, he was telling me, 
me sitting there behind was the he camera. Complaining about all the he was not complaining, but he was sore <laughs> and he was he didn't do twenty point two with me last night because of it. But I would have oh. like an eight minute. No, 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 no. I don't mean to throw poor little Daniel under the bus. Little Daniel. Was it down to Q or Z on the alphabet? <laughs> no, I think it was only like it was like five or six things. I think. He's I think we did a couple things he doesn't do regularly though, so I think that's what hit him. What it was, was it? like? We were, we did one like assault runner and like oh, okay, sandbag right. squat and carry. And I think that it, he said he's pretty quad dominant, so I think his hammies took a bit of a kicking doing that. Oh, wow. So <laughs> that was like, Daniel was fit. Daniel yeah, is pretty Dan's fit. Yeah. We train in the mornings together, and he tends to take We me. did like a lot of pulling. I don't know. Everything you get, like, where, you know, all these things you're talking about, like, specifically with training, like, do you guys like what you do? Like, some days. Enjoy, yeah. Do you enjoy the, the work? The, the What don't you, what do you like about the process? What don't you? I mean, you guys choose a lot of pain for a living. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good question. I don't want to talk myself out of doing CrossFit <laughs> right now, which is maybe what might happen if I really unpack this. So, um, I, you know, the, the thing about it is this is like sports, like some stuff is sexy and fun to do and it's great. And things are great are when things are good, they're great. You know, like it's fun when you compete and things go well and, and you know, the pieces fit together well and, and everything's just and like, like your body's feeling good. Yeah, you know? it's awesome. But there's a lot of bad days. And I think what separates, you know, people who are really, really good at their craft is the willingness to show up and, and tolerate the really bad days and say, OK, you know, like, what do I do with this now? Like, do I change this or that? And how do I make this bad day and and make it useful? Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it's re- it's repetitive. There's a lot of things in it that are, that are people don't typically have the patience or tolerance for mm. yep. like you know yeah it's it's painful and it's repetitive and there's things that aren't sexy or sweet about it but it's it's payoff right like it's investment and payoff and i think that that's kind of what we do it for yeah i know i know for myself like the reason i do this and i chose it as my career path is because it's something that i enjoy um you know if it weren't a full-time job yes i would still be doing crossfit but it would be for one hour maybe two hours a day, not like in the gym, you know, my life wouldn't revolve around it. I won't be spending that much time in the gym. And then, you know, most days, most of the time, I'm like excited to get in the gym, you know, hang out with my friends in the gym, do training, everything. But then there's those days where, you know, it's just seems like nothing's going right. You know, your body's aching, you're tired. Maybe you have like a nagging injury, whatever it is. And those days are very few and far between that I have to tell myself like, all right, even though you don't want to, this is your job. This is your livelihood. Like if you want what you have, you need to put up with these days. Um, it's part of the process. Yeah. It's part of the oh, yeah. process. And like, and the, like winners aren't built on a, on the good day. Right. It's like all the like really shitty days that you show up and you do the work anyways. Like that's what everybody shows up on a good day. Right. Yeah. It is. A, and that's it, the difference. It's a fascinating line. I mean, you're rewarded for your hard work you know it's a, the sports developed i mean that that's that's all there but i just i'm a huge sports fan so it's always fascinating to me because it's like you know golfers go through their own strife in in you know competition uh you know uh, baseball players but none of them you know track and field i guess you could relate a little but there's like a single domain and it's you know short you know short time domains or whatever but you guys like really choose hard you know, it, it, you know that, you know, and I think we've all talked about it once, like if you're not on that line of like absolute 
bedlam, you know, and, and devastation, you know, you're probably not there, right? So it's just, it's fascinating to me because, I mean, daily you show up to really kick yourself in, in the crotch, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I think because like we chose this sport over anything else, you know, it might have something to do with, you know, you had a touch of like instant success and you're like, oh, I'm good at this. You know, it's, it's not often that you hate something that you're amazing at. Um, but, you know, as crazy as it sounds like you sort of learn to love that, the like pushing yourself, finding the pain doesn't seem to hurt quite as much. So you amp it up a little bit more, um, you know, something as simple as like rowing intervals, you know. When I first got into the sport, I hated the rower. You know, I just, I didn't have the technique for it. My body's not built for it. It was just something that I wasn't good at at all. Um, and I literally did it until I was excited that I would see it show up in a workout. Like there's a 500 meter in the middle and I'm like, oh good, I'm, I'm gonna hit that, you know? Like I've gotten to the point that I'm good enough at it that I'm starting to enjoy it. And you just do that with every movement, you know? It's, if you hate something, it's probably not because you're amazing at it. Yeah, and I think you just learn to celebrate little things. Like, it, you know, when you show up to an event and everything goes well and you win, like, it feels awesome. And you're like, yeah, that was why I did all that stuff. It's like, this is sweet. Mm -hmm. The payoff is, is awesome. Mm -hmm. But you have to, if you're always looking for that, it's going to be really hard to show up. Right. So it's little things like Matt says, like, okay, like, I'm going to downsplit my rowing today, like, by one second per interval and see how I hold that. Yeah. And, you know, like, today's the day. Like, oh, I did it. It felt good. Like, awesome. And there's so many areas to learn. Like, when I got into it, Hell, I came from a sport where I fell on my head like a hundred times a day. So like anything's better than that. <laughs> and then you, you just like, there's a lot of things to learn. Like I was like, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of anybody in gymnastics movements, but like that's one tiny piece of the puzzle. And then you're like, shit, you throw a barbell in my hand and I can't function. I'm like, this sucks. Um, like I need to figure out how to be better at this. And there's a lot of things to keep you engaged. So I've always found that there's a lot of, because there's so many balls to keep in the air, it's hard to get bored. And that was sort of what I needed when I came into it was like, you know, I was sort of like toiling away, working out because I thought I should after I had retired from my sports. And like it just sort of regave me a purpose. And I found it super engaging because I like to learn new things and challenge myself. And I think you need that personality trait or you won't you won't last or you won't enjoy it the same way. Um, Enjoy sharpening yeah, the tools. I, 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 I mean, you can still get a good workout yeah. in, but I think that that's that is a big part of it is like willingness to figure out how do I do this better? How do I? Yeah, I think kind of what Pat touched on was, you know, you set up your daily goals or, you know, like for the next three months, I want to work on my rowing. So, you know, if your overall goal is to be to win the games at the end of the year and you that's all you're thinking of every single day every day when you leave the gym you go all right my goal was to win the games did i do that nope i failed today was a failure today was a failure every day like if that's your only goal right every day is a failure it's going to be pretty discouraging but then if you focus in on a specific thing where it's like okay i want to get better at rowing you know you set up a specific like 2k time it's like all right to hit that 2k time i need to do these 500 meter intervals and i want to hold like negative splits through the whole thing then you're able to leave the gym and like you achieve something you you right. hit off a tiny piece of that goal you can pat yourself on the back it's that daily dose of achievement and that's what feels good and then all those little little tiny building blocks build up to the bigger end goal but you know you got to give yourself something that you can achieve on a daily basis 
And that's why the two of you are at the pinnacle of the sport. No question about it. Oh, one of us. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's a little jab, which we're actually over an hour in. I do want to show oh, sure one is. video that I'm sure it's one that you've seen. Can you believe it's been already over an hour? Time flies. But anyway, I'm going to pull up one video here. You guys can recall. Apologies for. Is it us falling off a cargo net? It is. It is. It's your favorite video, isn't it? <laughs> How did I know that? How did you? Let's do When this video came out, Sammy must have played it 50 times. That was the best car ride. Oh. Let's, let's, let's make it big this for those is, of you at home. This is. How about, can we, can we commentate this actually? Can this, someone tell us? Not me, but can, can you guys oh, oh, describe oh, what we're looking Matt at? Who is it who fell first? Gently put down. Oh. oh, that one looked way worse. So I actually, I actually tore my hip flexor a bit. No, on that. that fall. So it was after like when Pat's and like when we finished the event and we go back to like the warm up area and the medical team's there. And Pat's crying like a little baby. Yeah. Castro actually came up to me and was like, yo, what you injured? And I was like, nope. And he's like, like bullshit. You're lying. Do you think he wanted to pull you? He wanted like me to get medically checked out. And, and he was like, no, like you're lying. You, you took that fall. You're hurt. And I was like, no dude, I'm good. And he started like kind of like grabbing my shoulders and like seeing if I flinched anywhere. And I was like, don't touch my hip. Don't touch my hip. And like, it was all black and blue because so <laughs> like the reason around there, the reason I hit the ground gently was because my foot caught at the last minute and my hip was flexed. My foot no. caught and it just ripped it straight. And so it, like, it was all black and blue down my hip. And I was like, the next day or um, no, after? pretty quickly after, um, nice. but on the, on the way home from that event. So like, this is fret like happened earlier that day we're driving back to the hotel Amazing. and sammy's watching the fluffy duck video of the american sniper shooting the two of us <laughs> should have and added she is cackling oh, in the back no. seat and just it yeah. was being passed around i mean yeah, no no, no. She, she watched it like oh, 10 like, times first thing he's like hey are you okay i'm like yeah yeah he's like okay great you gotta see this <laughs> 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 like oh thanks pal matt came back to the athlete area and he's like o'keefe uh Pat's coughing blood up. You better find his family. And I was like, what? So the context of it for, from our perspective was we were all watching in the, the outdoor stadium. Yeah, and the screen went the dead. The screen right? went dead. Yeah. And so, you know, we heard some oohs and ahs, and we are like, yeah, whatever. He moseyed back to the athlete area, and he came back, and he's like, Pat's dead over there. You know, I was like, what happened? <laughs> well, and, like, we both finished well, so, okay, fine. Was, like, was Matt, Matt came second, and I was fourth. Like, yeah, we like, both we both, fin finished, we both at the top. finished fine. So I think people were like, yeah, okay. Um, was this the workout that I did a full workout right before going out on the competition floor. Oh, that's an amazing story. What? Please tell it. Yeah. So this is a great story. This is 2018 game. So yep. this is, we had the marathon row yep. Wednesday night. Yep. Wednesday night. Then we had Thursday off. Yep. And then we competed. This was on Friday. And so after the marathon row, like you're just like, you're breathing dead air for three hours of just everyone's sweat and filth and, so, anyways, I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I Man, end up. Matt's lake of fucking sweat was like. I end up getting my, my rower. I was like, get yeah, out of here. I had a pool of sweat underneath me. It was disgusting. You, Everybody's you drank, convinced like seven that water bottles in the I drank first hour. Eleven liters of water in the first like hour and a half. Everybody's convinced you're peeing, but yeah, yeah, like, uh, but anyways. So, anyways, I get sick after that. Like the next day, it's just like I'm no. all stuffed up and whatever. And so I'm talking to Curtis, the 
guy who runs the drug testing. Oh, okay. And I'm basically like sending, like I'm, I think I'm in the drugstore and I'm sending him pictures of every to make sure cold medicine. Yeah. And I'm like, what's okay for me to take? What's not? I'm zapping this thing. And so he's telling me like, yep, that's okay. That's okay. That's like, I think most of them were okay. But anyways, so the morning before I compete, I'm like, okay, I need to take some cold medicine so I can get through today. And I was like, if one serving of cold medicine is good, 10 is great. Like I'll feel no, really good. You threw good. back 10? The whole bottle? Well, I mean, like I, I took too much. Um, I took too much of this cold medicine. Drowsy? Drowsy is an effect? I, I would well, I, not. I was, I was pretty drunk. Like, not, well, I, like not drunk, not anything. drunk, but like, so you know, show was, the part where he's spinning around on the rope again. <laughs> I think we're getting there. I so it was, it was, this makes a lot more sense. So we're, <laughs> See, we're, I have no excuse. We're I in, just, the, I just we're in the athlete area and, and I'm kind of sitting there and like, okay, this is probably like an hour before the event. And O'Keefe's like, yo, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, did, how much cold medicine did you take? And I was like, no, eh, you know, good amount. And and he's like, oh my god! Like, you can't compete. Like, you need to like get this out of your system. And so I put on like two full track suits, like sweat suits. Oh my! God. And I did a thirty minute emom on the rower, bike, and ski erg. And like I'm sweating through both That's sweatsuits. Amazing. I'm getting looks from people in the warm up area. I'm like, like what, what are you doing? No, you confused. You thoroughly and, confused every competitor. And, and, and O'Keefe's just sitting there, like, come on, man, you're doing great. You're doing great. Come on. <laughs> like, what, is wrong? what is different about what Matt He's does? Lost everyone, else? Faster. everyone else now thinks they have to do the same. They're like, I guess I got to do what Matt does. Let me get on the road. No, it was a 30 minute like aggressive imam. Uh, to try to like snap me out of it, and and it worked. It felt great for the event. Uh, that had no no reason of why I fell, but like I think it was just kind of a funny oh, story. Well, what, it was supposed to be before. the flip. It was supposed to be the flip over, and then that. Oh well, yeah, we weren't allowed at the last minute. No, I saw you guys practicing. That was that. the rule. No, right? so what what we what I was trying to do here was like yeah, so we weren't allowed to do the front somersault over, but on top of the net, grab grab like a couple rungs down, like as low as you can grab, and then literally just f- fall. And then when your body swings into the net and, and it off. bounces you oh, out okay. and then you just let go. It's funny, we were both drop. trying to do the same thing. We were both we trying to do this But then oh. did a nice like, job. because you grab, like you're basically pulling the cargo net up a little before. bit yeah. so you can grab lower. So your, your free fall isn't as far. But then I think it, I'm assuming it's because we had weight vests on. You're f- yeah, and then could you be, free I mean, fall. There's like, also more people on the net. Yeah. So you could have so had somebody climbing probably up Probably a combination of reasons of... You're basically trying to free fall two or three feet, catch yourself, and then bounce off the net and jump to the ground. Right. And then I didn't hang on. So, like, when I, as soon as the weight hit my hands, it just slipped out and I just no. free fell. I think Pat got a bit of a bounce off of it, but then his foot got caught. Yeah, when I so. went up, mine was like... <laughs> Cause I can't. I climbed closer to the side, and they had those black markers where if you touch outside the marker, you have to. It's no rep. Like you repeat the obstacle. And I, for some reason, I was being courteous, and I went close to the side because there was another athlete coming up behind me. So I went up, and then when I went to go turn over, I turned to the outside, and my hands were like right on the black, basically. And I was like, uh oh. So I had to like choke up and do this really awkward roll over. So it made me. It like threw me in a weird position coming over that I was wasn't used to. Like not what we'd practiced ever. And then, yeah, I kind of hit awkwardly and tied up one foot. 
but was like in the rhythm of that movement was like, yeah, okay, in and out and let go. And I just like had let go and felt my foot still hooking. I was like, no, I had already, hands had already let go. And I was like, well, here we go hard. And yeah, I like hit, like slapped down right on my side pretty hard. And my judge, the judge that was right by was like already running over to me. Like, oh my God. Right, right I'm like, up. I'm fine. I fully knocked the wind out of myself, though. It was like, I mean, like, we, we both popped, like, right back hit, up. popped up. You, finished you know, it's a stake. Unless you yeah, want to get carried off. Like, yeah, I'm, if it wasn't bad enough that I'm going to get carried off, like, you better get up and start running again. I mean, and the, the big thing to be concerned about, too, is, like, if the doctor thinks you're not medically fit to continue, you can't continue. Like, I've had it before where I had other injuries, and I just kept it hush-hush. I'm like, no, I'm not telling anyone. Secret. Like part of it is like I don't want any of the sharks smelling the blood in the water. True. And then the other part is like I don't want to be medically pulled. So it's like I'm I'm just going to try to tough through this and, and keep going. I'm trying to think if anyone else has been. I know that on the team side a few years ago, I think Miranda. Aldridge. Yeah, she got pulled in the NorCal to do that final workout without her, which mm-hmm. automatically basically disqualified them. Yeah. Um, like, what what was the year that I've I, been threatened with it twice? Oh yeah. What was what was the year that? Uh, I tore my knee. That was first year in Madison. 17. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. I tore my LCL, and then the head, the head of the medical staff, uh, is a member at CrossFit New England, and that's where I was training a lot at the time. And so I met with him right after the games. I had him is look the at Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sean Rocket, yeah, and uh, I had him look at the scans, and uh, and he's like, "Oh man, like." when did this happen? And I was like, ah, day one. And, and he was like, oh yeah, he got back into training too soon, huh? And like hit it a bit too, like he thought it was day one back training after mm. the games. And I was like, no, 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 day one of the games. Oh, wow. And, and he was like, why did you not come to me? I would have like given you a brace. I would have done something for you. And I was like, I'm not taking Can't the let ch- anyone know. I'm not taking the chance of you medical pulling me. of just like, yo, like something in your knee completely tore. Like we have to pull you. So, well, I mean, it, it worked. It was fine. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, um, worry about it. I had to do a couple months in a brace to let it heal. You but did after. Yeah, yeah, I was like four months. Yeah, about that. In a full. Yeah, I remember seeing you at Granite Games when I was there with Paul and Albert. Yeah, yeah. Like I just wore pants for four months and kept like this full brace. So it was like if I sat down, you know, like the two horns, the brackets of the knee piece would like stick out. But if I were just standing, no one Nobody could tell. Knew. You kept it hush hush, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell anyone. Did it, it, did it come out later on that you had that? I don't remember. I, I know I've, publicly. I've said it. I just don't remember casually like, before, yeah. but like yeah, I think it did. Somewhere. After the four yeah. months, people were you, you didn't get it repaired though. Did you? you just let it heal? No, no. So LCL is like one of the few that will repair itself. Yeah, yeah. And so they told me they're like, you know, wear the brace. You know, this you is your keep it in place. this is your protocol for rehab or you know just basically staying off of it. And then they're like, we'll check on it in four months and hopefully it heals itself. And if not, then we'll look at surgery. So luckily yeah. it nice. fully repaired and everything's great. You know, and you've never felt better. Yeah. Stronger never than felt you've better. Ever been. Yeah. He's, he's prodding. He wants to get some insider info. Sleep good. Anyways, which knee was it again? Just kidding. It was his left knee. Tanya Hardy. <laughs> I feel like, you know, and you know, we can, these are for, you know, another episode too, but there's so many fascinating behind the scenes stories. Dude, so, the yeah. It's like, I, I feel like there's a lot of funny ones. They're really, like, that's what I want to hear. Just but. athletes are I'm sure just kind of nervous to talk about. Cause like they don't want to like offend anyone or like upset the person the story's about. But like that workout right there, like Cole Sager was like fighting in that workout. Oh, like, yeah. that, 
that, that's gotten blown out of proportion. No, it was I, like I Cole like nudged to do, and everyone's like, Cole's ready to fight. Yeah, I know, but you know what I, I want to see him just come unglued one day. It's gonna happen. <laughs> he's he's just. I like, thought old George like, Sterner was gonna get blown over this year. But there was like the bike. <laughs> what the, was that in the rock run? Oh yeah, uh, Sterner was like ahead of him in that last like hundred meter stretch, like in the stadium, really? and like didn't have the gas because Cole's yeah. coming on hard like a train, and so he tried to just like angle him, and Cole's Wrecked just like. Him? Gave him the old like, like kind of swim move, like pushed him out to the side. I 100% box someone out this year at the games. Yeah. Well, well, what was the 20 minute AMRAP? What's it called? Mary? Mary. Mary. Yep. Uh, when we transitioned. Oh, after when you fif- moved. I was like, how'd fif- you box someone out in Mary when you moved to the. It was a power move. After 15 rounds and you moved to the next rig. And like, I started walking. I get my t shirt. I'm patting off my face and I'm taking a sip of water and I'm like, Dude, like, I'm really hot right now. Like, I just want to take a second to breathe. And I see Hepner coming up behind me. And as soon as we got to the point where it's, like, bottlenecked in, where we walked through the rigs, I, like, basically stopped. And I, was, I was like, I don't want you passing me, so I'm just going to block. Three <laughs> I'm just going to block it. And Man, then he came did up that to- in, the, in the trail run in 16. When he got some of those narrow passages, they just walked because no yeah. one could pass them. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I was so frustrated. And Hep- Hepner came up to me after, and he's like, yo, did you? Intentionally box me out when I was walking by. I was like, "Oh yeah, hundred percent." I saw you there. I wasn't letting you pass me. Think that was an accident? No way. <laughs> but yeah, like the trail run. That's why, like, yeah, the small in front. the small group of us just like hurried up out front. Like, yeah, I didn't realize until after. Like when you're watching the fittest film, and it's like it comes to a bottleneck where it's like a bit of a drop off, yeah. and there's just a clump of thirty people yeah. standing. See, and like I, like, I didn't. Everybody at the start, I was like, they're starting way too fast. Clearly, nobody's ever done a trail run before. Yeah. And then, like, that was probably, like, a kilometer in. And I was like, oh. Like, yeah. and then I'm just, like, standing like this, like, yeah. in a line. Like, waiting. Waiting to get in. Like, face. heart rates are back down to, like, yeah. nothing. By the time <laughs> you get through, it was like, wow. So, it actually, you could have ran as hard as you wanted and then slowed the entire person down, got full rest, slowed the whole field down, and then gone through and picked yeah. up. Like, Smart. And just we been in first. We more events like that. <laughs> just when you don't know, when you don't know NASCAR the, style. the path, you're just exactly. like, ah. yeah. I, I remember with that. Like I was kind of chatting with Josh beforehand and, you know, they're making it sound super treacherous. So like, you know, you need to wear your cargo pants and your oh, boots yeah. and all this. And I was like, Josh, are you, are you going to wear the boots? And he's like, I'd rather run in, in wet shoes than dry boots. And I was like, okay, yeah, perfect. Like, <laughs> it's well cool. put. And then something else about like the poison Oak and that type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, well, if you see poison, like, don't rub up against the vegetation. Yeah, I'm not going to be running in you the tall grass. You have time to get the poison oak off you. Yeah. You can go take before a it before it like turns into really? a turns reaction. Into a, yeah, yeah, if you go take a cold shower and like really scrub yourself oh, within man. like 24 hours, you usually can get that stuff. So off I thought you. I've always thought like I was immune to like poison ivy and all that stuff cuz like all my friends would get it. like we'd be playing in the woods and they would all get it and I would I've never gotten it. It was last summer I got I'm not sure if it was poison <laughs> ivy or poison oak or like whatever it was, but I finally got poison ivy last summer and it was like the most miserable experience of my life. Yeah, I rough. had it all over. Legs, body, everything. 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 Oh, <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> I was brushed I was like brushing out my property. Like I cleared Naked. like an acre yeah. or two. Yeah. Like why Naked. how did you get it once you, no, my once property? You, once no, you get the oil once it was on all, it was on my hands. Boom. It's everywhere. It was on my hands and then just like anything you touch now oh, yeah, yeah. gets it. And like Sam and I had a wedding to go to, and I had to wear a suit. It was miserable. Oh, like suits. No. I'd love to see you yeah. in a suit. 
Oh, I, I, I pictures of that. Of that? I, I clean up well. We got him in a suit recently Did to you go to the shave? White House. Yeah, for the White House. Oh, what a <laughs> shit experience that's the that next, was. That's the next episode. We, um, you know, I know you want to probably yeah, wrap up. Yeah, no, right? I mean, we're, I just, we're at two hours in. I think we could talk four hours. I know you guys have some other things planned. What actually is on the agenda for the rest of your weekend here in Miami? That's probably going to go up after the I fact. Mean, we, eat food and be merry. Yeah. Train some yeah. more together or no? I don't know. Right yeah, I think know. so. Like, I'm, I'm sure we'll like we both have gigs. Like, we're both yeah, in Matt's Miami to, to, get, tomorrow, to do some so work. We'll see when we um, get it. But yeah, we both have gigs lined up for like a couple hours here, a couple hours there. So, I yeah, mean, we'll, we'll see, see we when we can out. overlap. So your last little bit of being friends until you guys don't see each other again in yeah. the next competition. Well, <laughs> well, just you know, quickly before we close up, what's the plan this year? Like, where, 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 where are people going to find you? Uh, still available on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from social media, DMs. this internet fad hasn't. Yeah, like where, 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 what, what's the season look like for you guys? Uh, I'm gonna do Dubai this year. It's my first time doing Dubai, so cool. It'll be Pat's fun. Doing That'll be fun. Dubai, Granite Games, Waterpalooza, the Mayan Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing all the loud live season. events. Every loud live event, and then anything with over a twenty thousand dollar cash prize. Yeah, catch me on the competition floor. Take, I on the other hand, shot. I on the other hand, I'm going to China. I want to rain on Brent's parade. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I want Brent to have some competition in China, so I'll do that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Can't tell if he's being serious or not. <laughs> See, it's the Never problem you to know. The problem is he has to Brent find out. He has to basically forfeit an open spot in order to go to China and take Brent's spot. So, <laughs> otherwise, it'll just trickle down to Brent anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was last year. Like we were texting at the end of the open. And we're both just like, I think you text me like, yo, you want to pull the shoots on the open? Like we both have spots like you did Wadapalooza, yeah, I yeah. Dubai. <laughs> so then if we both, if we both qualified out of the open, our spots from the sanctionals trickle down to the next person. Right. And Pat was like, yo, you want to rain on some people's parades and just, let's just pull the shoot on the open. Let's just not oh, submit a final like score. Not submit last work. I'm like, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and then like whoever's in that bottom spot there was some skepticism around some people doing that but you guys ended up doing it anyway so that's good oh, is that still in the in the plans potentially for this year what's we'll that plug uh, on one of the open workouts oh maybe who knows <laughs> I might have to wait till the end to, to see, see who's who. in line yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't wait no cause now you don't there's no sanctioned events first right so you don't know who's gonna trickle yeah. down that's that true. was the thing is last year you had several events before the open. Yeah. So there was a weird like reverse backfill happening. Yeah, it was But strange. now once you go to the events, everybody already knows who's got a spot. So yep. you basically know who's out of the running and then you can just, it's more yeah. black and white. But back then it was like, you could like, I remember retroactively be like, Hey, well like, like, so for us, it was at Wadapalooza, Noah would have been getting the trickle down. And it was, so if I just like, if I didn't qualify through the open, Noah would have to well, go compete somewhere else. Yeah. Right. And he was doing that anyway, but it was just like, yeah, then, but if I just, make it, it in, was just then a he's funny, good. We're funny just idea like, of it. We're just looking at it because of all the, the way the open was set up and the way the new system was like brand new and no one really knew how these backfills are working. We were just kind of dissecting it and we're like, this is weird. Like <laughs> we like have way more, strategy. we actually have a reasonable amount of control over like somebody else's season. Yeah, right Pat, now. Pat's like, I feel, I feel like I'm in the driver's seat here. <laughs> I have control over someone else's uh, season. Yeah. Was it fifth? I think the fifth place female at Waterpalooza actually ended up earning the spot. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dubai, it, like it went down to like nine. nine. Yeah, it was deep. There's a few. <clears throat> yeah, there's a few Rogue competitions. On the women's side I don't like, even think we still like know 14. on some of the events. Who, yeah, like Rogue yeah, could, we Rogue had reading. potential. I think of the 20, there was 14 people that were already qualified, or 13. And so it's like it had potential to go down to 14, but Chandler did really well. I think he got fifth. Yeah, so it went the to women him. was lower, though. Rogue, lower. yep. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, that was – 
interesting hypotheticals from last year. This year's much more clear cut, but clear as mud, you know. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll be at Dubai. I'll probably be at Rogue again. I think I'll come back and do Wadapalooza and uh, come play the course that I won last year. And then I might do West Coast because it's close now that I'm on the West. I'm yeah. on the West Coast. It's going to be a fun one. But, I can't wait yeah. for and that. And it's one. just a coincidence that these are all the competitions with big prize money. Complete coincidence. <laughs> you won't compete. No, you you no guys shame. won't go head to head. There's no chance of you guys going head to head in a sanctional. Oh no, we probably will. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I don't rogue, know. Other than I rogue, okay, other than rogue, uh, probably yeah. rogue. Are you not doing Dubai this year? No. Okay. No. Sweet. Okay, haven't those scores been submitted? Like you had to submit your scores, right? For last week. Oh, uh, the past winners given. Well, no, I, I have an invite for, because for you guys, yeah, Dubai sponsored winner. one of the events at the games. Oh, you want which one? That was it. It was the one with the pegboard and the dumbbell snatches. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So T yeah. and I each won that. And but so I think we you got win. I think because you won Dubai, you also get to go back. I think oh, that's okay. a rule too. Yeah. Either yeah. way, you get your base covered. Yeah. Just in case but you I, I, mind. I think, I think just given the timing of the season, I probably take won't. take some off season after the open. Yeah, I didn't have enough off season. I want more. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> two, months two months. Two months. Always He'll come down to Waterpools and heckle you from the side. Oh no! I'm He's like I'll, the rig. I'll be. Yeah, at, what lane is Velner gonna be in? And like loosen up the pull up bar. <laughs> oh, I'll be at Waterpools. I will 100 percent be here a week early to help set up rigs. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. Um, but in terms of other sanctionals, I don't. I don't know. Like I know, Mayhem has one that. It's like I live. Yeah, if you're there anyway. I live 2.8 miles yeah, away. So are they using the open as a qualifier? I think so. Yeah. Just get a special invite. Probably not. Is Rich putting up the prize money for that? I, I don't I think there is prize money. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't about know. I don't know. Actually, you're just googling. Right? I'd go if it was. I was. That's <laughs> <laughs> like wait, 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 how He's much? trying to. Talk. He just no. Pat just wants Rich's money. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. He's putting it up out of pocket. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Be a great twist. <laughs> well, I think on that note, guys, we're going to call it. I think this is already going to be broken up into two episodes. Thank you guys so much for coming on the inaugural Loud and Live Sports Podcast. Been a fun no two sweat. hours. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, in and sports. out. We could go for another Let's two hours, I think. Definitely. Order food next time. Yeah. Yes. So that'll like do that. it for the first episode, guys. You can follow us on all the major platforms. Make sure to follow these two and Chief Keefe as well. We are done with Chief episode Keith. one. That's the best nickname ever. <laughs>